way too soft to call. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Where is the security? And this right now, extremely dangerous. Absolutely. Only, it's only game. Why you have to be mad? Welcome, sports fans. It's that time again. It's in Ben Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Hill. With me is my co-host, Eric Roberts. Eric, it's been a while, but we're back at it. I feel like this is like a reoccurring thing because every time we go on a little hiatus, we're back. We're back at it, and then we go on hiatus again. We're, we've been back a lot. So are, are we going to... Are we gonna, keep this steady this time or i hope so we're i mean you know the the large chunk of sporting big sporting events is over so my job is gonna my my schedule is gonna free up a little bit i hope so and i mean my my schedule is pretty pretty easy yeah that's the problem is we we (laughs) we usually record this at night and i work at night yeah so and then if they don't match up and it's just ugh, they remember the flu hit us pretty hard a couple weeks ago it did and then schedule's not matching up and but yes, I do hope we get back into a nice steady flow, like the summer feel. Where we're popping out podcasts every week. Yeah, that was that was a that was a fun time, and I hope we get back to that. And it seems like it's definitely uh, nicer in your garage right now than yeah, it was summer. So instead of summer, and then remember the in the midst of winter when it was dead cold in here. Yeah, so I, I was in here with my pajamas and a blanket. I would like to uh, utilize this prime climate that we have right now. <laughs> But how, how's everything going, Eric? It's been a while. It's been almost two months since we recorded this. How's work going? You did tell me that you just got another gig, or you're still working at the radio station. Yeah, but yeah. You still, but you got another gig yeah, call I'm, screening for an advice. Yeah, I, I'm like the middleman for this advice radio show, so I'm the call screener. We'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep the name yeah. of the show. Yeah, uh, so um, they, they call in, and I'm basically the filter to make sure that People that aren't too crazy get on air onto advice talk show. So, so, so it's an advice. So they yeah. call, they call the host. No, ask yeah, that, for advice. it's totally it's totally like um, listener driven. So we want people to call in, but kind of kind of like kind of like a love line type. Yeah, thing. definitely. And so, but we can't just let any average Joe whatever just you, hey call up. You're gonna get on air right you, away. You right? probably get some pretty crazy oh, calls, dude. So, um, yeah, so. Right, well, well, let's let's start this show off right. Give me your, like your top three craziest okay, calls. So one guy has called in, and I'm like, "Hey, man, how's it going? This is blah 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 show. What's your question? What advice are you looking for?" And um, he's like, "Hey, man, you know, I'm just lost right now." I'm like, "Okay, you're lost. What? How exactly? You know, I need a little more to go on, so the host knows how to like prep and like kind of not be completely in kind dark of address for this. it." Yeah, he's like, "You know, man, I'm lost in the internet right now." So I'm like, I pause a little bit, like. Oh, okay. So, like, what do you mean? Like, just in the internet age, how people are on Facebook all the time? He's like, no, man, I'm lost in the internet right now. I'm calling you from the internet. <laughs> like, I'm like, so you're in the internet? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, dude, I, I'm lost right now. I don't know how to get out of it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I'm like, you know what? Thanks, man. And just put him on hold. That's the thing. You just give him the, give him the spiel. Like, you know, we're going to try to get to you. Hold and just kind of let him sit. Let, let them sit there. Eventually, they'll hang up. No, dude. Some of these people don't hang up either, man. They're sitting. It's a three-hour show. Sometimes people call like the first hour and they're sitting there throughout the entire show. No like, way. Then I have to dump them sometimes because like we need the lines for people who actually yeah, like have real questions. Sane. Um, there was a guy who called in and said he's died eight times, and so, he was so, so a cat called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Maybe the cat in the hat called into the show. I should have let him through. Oh my gosh, it all he, makes sense. He totally though. declined the cat. We in the could hat. have interviewed the cat in the hat on air, 
But yeah, he's like, yeah, dude, you know, I've died eight times and I just don't know what's wrong with me. And I'm like, obviously nothing because <laughs> you're dying. You're invincible. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck, man? Oh, then like I've had countless people call in and say they um they they've like talked to spirits and stuff. And of course, and, like I try, you know, I'm just sitting there talking to him on the other li- end of the line, just like what is going on? And then eventually there's st- like one guy's like, you know, I was talking to uh, God the other day and I'm like, OK, he's praying, whatever. And, um, then his story slowly like developed and he's like, it's like, yeah. And then I went and got some of these moon rocks and like, you know, I was outside meditating on this hill and then all of a sudden the voice got really dark and all of a sudden light started flashing over me and I'm like, wow, this, this call went <laughs> south fast. <laughs> that guy's not, that guy's talking about an acid trip. Yeah, what he's talking dude, about. I, oh man. And then we get people that are just angry about what we're talking about. And I'm just like, dude, like just push the button, change the radio station. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and oh yeah, there's just, there's some nuts out there, man. I'm going to, next time you're working, I'm going to call in and just mess with you. Just come up with the most random story in the world. Like, I went golfing, and, like, I shot a hole in one. And when I grabbed my ball out of the hole, a giant squirrel pulled me into the golf cup. What does that mean? And I'm stuck underground right now. I'm lost lost on hole eight. I'm lost in a squirrel tunnel. Dude, I think... I think they were looking for Michael Jordan. You got pulled into Space Jam. You got pulled in. They want you to play in a basketball game. Don't tell me. The Monstars are going to take over Toonland or whatever it's called. Oh, and you Lord. have to save them. But for you, maybe it's like a softball game or something. Yeah, right. That's great, man. Well, I hope you have fun well, with yeah, that. Yeah, that's definitely not a dull because it's an early morning gig and it's just sometimes that's, that probably wakes you up. Pretty oh, fast. I have to. I have to because if not, I'm just like not prepared mentally for oh, this stuff my sometimes. God, that is great. All right, sports fans. Well, we're going to jump into this. We've had quite the weekend of the, of sports, obviously, with Super Bowl 50 just just going on. So what did you think of Super Bowl 50, Eric? Do you, did you think it was good Super Bowl? I mean, obviously, it was defensive. It was a very defensive game. Um, final score being 24-10 and Broncos defense kind of just running, running this the the whole game. Von Miller winning MVP with two sack or with two fumble forced fumbles and one recovered for a touchdown. I mean, what was your take on it? Oh, it was a snooze fest. <laughs> I was, I don't know. It was fun. I mean, it's always a, the Super Bowl is always fun. Like, yeah. but I think I I knew that it was going to be a defensive struggle. Um, I think everybody knew it was going to be a defense, defensive struggle, and you know, the, everybody had pretty much assumed there wasn't be much offense coming out of the Broncos side of the ball. So it was going to come down to the Panthers and whether or not the Panthers could break the Broncos defense, which they didn't. They got beaten to the ground. Yeah. They got um, destroyed by the defense. And it was going to, it, it was the storyline was how Cam, how's Cam Newton going to stack up against the number one defense. And he had statistically his worst game in years, you yep. know, two lost fumbles. He was hit often and hard. Yep. And, I don't know. It was. It, I think what the problem was that stacking it up to last year's or well now two years ago, um, the Seahawks Patriots uh, Super Bowl, which you know down to probably one of like top five Super Bowls all times, action packed, absolutely. You know, late drive to win it, stopped on the goal line to win it. Yep. Like that was the epitome of a great football game for the title to, to something like this, which is ultimately a chess match with none of like the fireworks. I agree. I mean. It, like you just said, it ultimately came down to Denver stopping Cam Newton, not allowing him to get out of the pocket and run for those long uh, rushing yards that he usually gets during uh, during the regular season. I mean, I thought it was going to be a, 
Carolina was going to score a lot more points, especially coming off games where they tore apart Arizona, where they tore apart Seattle. I mean, those aren't de- – you can't sleep on those defenses either, you know. Um, I I underestimated this Denver defense. I mean, Von Miller and, and Ware, I mean, they were hitting Cam Newton left and right. Uh, the cornerbacks and the safeties weren't giving the receivers any room to run at all. I think um, Jonathan Stewart, I think he had something like 14 carries. Or I, I don't know his exact numbers, but it was something like 14 carries, 14 yards or something like that. Yeah, he, did score, was... he did have that rushing touchdown. But besides that, that he it, barely got. He had to go he, up and, he and over got to get that it. too. I mean, his the amount of rushing yards that he had was probably one of the lowest he's had all seasons, and I believe that was a almost as uh, detrimental to Carolina as as Denver stopping Cam Newton. I mean, if they don't have a run game, it's pretty much Cam Newton by himself, and now now Denver doesn't have to look to protect the run. I mean, that's one less thing. And when you're going up against the number one defense, I mean, you have to come you have to come with your A game. And Carolina didn't. Yeah, what I what my thing was is I knew it was gonna it was gonna be um it was gonna come down to how the Broncos handled the first few waves. Cause like in the games against the Seahawks and the um games against Cardinals, the Panthers blew them out early. Panthers blew them out early. Um in the in the case of the Cardinals, they blew them out the entire game. Cardinals never stood a chance. But in the case of the Seahawks, they jumped out to a commanding lead in the first half. Yep. And then the Seahawks woke up, and you know what? Give them another two, maybe five minutes. The Seahawks might have won that game. I agree. So I, it all is going to come down to how the um, Broncos handle the first few waves of the defense. If they could get through the first few drives, maybe get a couple points and not turn over the ball and allow the Panthers' defensive points on the board, they were going to have a better chance of winning. And they handled them, and they, got, they came out with the lead. Yeah. Well, I think one of the – Probably the biggest turning point in the game came early. It was, um, it was third and long for, um, I'm sorry, it was second and long for Carolina, and uh, Crockett, uh, Cro- Crotchet, Crotchet comes over the middle, and Cam throws. I believe it was like a 15, 16 yard pass. It would have been a first down, no problem, and they call it incomplete. But when you go to the the review, he, in my opinion, he caught the ball. Mm-hmm. You know. And it would have put Carolina farther up the field. It wouldn't have put them as close to the end zone. And the very next play, Cam gets sacked for a fumble. That's when they recover for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. If that if that play or if that catch gets overturned, and that's called a catch in the first down, that fumble recovery for a touchdown doesn't happen. And this game could have gone. Who knows where? Yeah, it all goes back to the NFL and their weird rules on what's a catch and what's not a catch. Well, I mean, he, and, he clearly caught yeah. it. He, he he goes down to the ground and he's he's bobbling the ball, but the ball never hits the ground. He has the ball is in the air the whole time. And when you look at any any play out there where the ball is bobbling, I mean, and the guy's on the ground and he's batting it up in there, as long as it doesn't touch the ground and he catches it, yeah. it's a complete it's a completion, and that's exactly what happened. And he sh- that should have been, been called a catch, and that that drive could have led to a touchdown. Carolina could have yep. took the lead Complete right there. Complete game changer if that's called Absolutely. a catch there. Absolutely. I mean, the game, I to say that I underestimated Denver's D is an understatement in myself because I did not expect Denver to stop that potent offense mm-hmm. in, in Carolina. Um, and I give I give kudos to... 
So then, I mean, Peyton Manning really didn't do anything to help uh, he, them win. He really was more of like the essence of go out there and don't mess up. Yeah, exactly. Don't turn over the ball, uh, which he did once. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it all, it's, honestly, his stat line for a Super Bowl winning quarterback was 13 and 23, 141 yards, and one interception. Yeah. Like, he legitimately did nothing. Exactly what he said. He, he didn't turn, I mean, of course, turn over the ball one time. It didn't, it didn't lead to any points or anything like yeah. that. But he kept the ball in in Denver's possession yeah, while he was out there. The, and that was that was probably like their game plan. Like, don't go out there and make it harder on the defense. Like, go out there and give us the best chance of winning, which was in their mind, doing as little as possible. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like, and I mean, the saying always. I mean, for the most part, is an always occurrence. Defense wins championships. You you look at the number one defenses that have been in Super Bowls. Uh, it's happened fourteen times, or thirteen or fourteen times, I believe, and only two times the number one defense has lost in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't win when you don't score points. Yeah, like <laughs> whenever, when if there's ever a number one defense in the Super Bowl, I'm betting for them to win. I mean, there's uh-huh. no uh, look at the odds. I mean. Defense is dominating number one offenses. I mean, that, that was the number one defense against the number one offense, and the number one defense destroyed, smoked them. They yeah. smoked them. And it was like you said, it was a snooze fest because there's there wasn't that those high profile uh, home run passes, those home run like yeah uh, touchdowns or anything like that. But I, I hats off to Denver. Hats off to that defense. Yeah, definitely. So um, let's go. We'll move along through the game here. So I'm sure you saw um, all the hype around Cam Newton storming off the stage. And then he uh, apparently because he could hear Chris Harris on the other side of the curtain saying, talking, oh, we shut him down. A lot of people that are me and you are probably going to are going to disagree on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure you're going to call Cam Newton a punk and he should have manned up and this and that. And I'm going to have Cam Newton's back right here and say, like, yeah, he should act more professional, but I understand what he, what he did. I I have okay, I have like a two sided thing to it because I understand I understand completely why he stormed off the stage. I would be mad too, honestly, in that situation. I probably would be. I probably would have stormed off. You hear the guy on the other side of a curtain, which horribly set up. Why would you have the winners and losers in the same room, right, like next right to, on the other side of each other? Like that's just horrible. NFL, come on, like foot out of mouth that, that was like asking for some like drama yeah. to happen like like which did who's they, to say they, cam doesn't stand up and rip the curtain down and like they start fighting yeah <laughs> really that would be nuts okay but yeah so i i totally back cam on that but i also i also understand the whole like just stand up there and take the heat for another whatever prolonged five minutes you know you were doing the bear they're not going to expect you to stand out there um and you know give out the top secrets of why you lost because you know you just lost there's some part of Mm -hmm. humility to it um and the also the second part was is that i think the fact that russell wilson handled it so um like great the year before Mm -hmm. is the reason why it's looks it's like russell wilson set the bar so high you know he came out that's on me i didn't manage well well whatever whatever Mm -hmm. lost game that's on me and then Cam Newton just handled it so poorly. It's just like well, I also I also think it's like to compare Russell Wilson and Cam Newton. I think is is difficult. They're they have completely different personalities. Yeah, oh I mean, yeah. Cam, Russell Wilson, he's 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 not the the charismatic guy like Cam. He's not the where his emotions on his sleeve like Cam. He's, he's also he's, he's, he's also been there before. He's professional. And he, like he's, yeah, exactly. He's been there. This is Cam's first Super yeah. Bowl. He's been <laughs> to. the worst day of his life. Yeah. 
And the reason why I'm on Cam's side of this, I mean, yeah, should he have acted more professional and should have took the heat? Absolutely. He could have handled it a lot better than mm-hmm. he did. But this guy, this this kid, this kid just lost the Super Bowl. I mean, how hard is it? Take Dan Marino, for instance. Dan Marino was one of the hands-down greatest quarterbacks of all time. He made the Super Bowl one time in his entire career and lost that Super Bowl. It's extremely difficult for these teams to get to Super Bowls. And this kid, his first Super Bowl, he's had a great season. He's never, he had, in this whole season, has not been hit as hard as he did in this game. It has not been dominated like he did in this game. And he just lost the biggest game of his life. Give the kid a break. Give him a break. He's never been there before. No, yeah. No, that's why. Like, I'm I'm not, like, just, I'm, it's not definitely not black and white with me. It's not like, Cam, you blew it. Cam, you were a saint in I, it. I also, like, think, I also think people are criticizing him so much because of his comments that he made before the game. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm an African-American oh, yeah. quarterback, he, and no one's ever seen the honestly, likes of me the, before. The entire week was a media nightmare for Cam. There was, was things he could have just handled so much better. Absolutely. And, I mean, I, I've i been a huge Cam Newton fan this whole season. Again, I've said it numerous times this throughout our episodes. I, I called it at the beginning of the season. Cam Newton was to become one of the best quarterbacks in the league this season. I've been a huge Cam Newton fan. But when he made those comments about how no one's ever seen the likes of me before. Like, I'm an African-American quarterback that could run and throw and this and that. I'm like, why, why do you, why does he have to bring race into it? Yeah. it's Why? That, there's no, there's no point to bringing race into it. I mean, is he one, probably one of the first quarterbacks out there that could stand in the pocket and fling the ball that could run and not slide and put his shoulder into a linebacker and knock him on his butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a linebacker playing quarterback and runs like a running back. Yeah. You know? And there's hasn't been the likes of him in this league, but why has he got to bring race into it? Yeah, it's that's uh, yeah, it's it was honestly just a PR media nightmare. It like, was, and I'm like me working in like a radio station, like I was legit sitting there, and it's just that was that one sentence. Well, I'm pretty sure you opened it with it on like the Monday, the Monday opening it press was. conferences. Yeah, that one sentence, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Jumping into next week, the that was all me. Like just yeah. the entire week was just because, like, bro, like you just don't gotta do that. Come no, you on. don't. I mean, uh, like you're a great quarterback. I he, get it. He, it's like he was asking to be um, criticized. Yeah, he was. He was asking for it. You know, um, have I been a huge Cam Newton fan? Yes, I have. But uh, he lost points in my book for that. But. I understand what ha- what was going on in his head. Oh yeah, dude, when definitely. he walked off the stage. Definitely. I have dude, I been there before. No, dude. But the I've, biggest game of his life. I've lost tournaments in like peewees and Skaha and just no no name tournaments and been totally mad. Why just pout the whole way home? Don't yeah. talk to anybody. Imagine losing the Super Bowl having to go with fifteen twenty microphones, microphones on sticks over people's heads. I've been your, punching people, dude. Yeah, like honestly, kudos to him for getting up there at least and giving his like eight words that he answered and absolutely man props um, i thought me and you were gonna see like no no dude honestly the spectrum i think one. i think we understand it is be, I, we understand it because of the athlete competitive aspect in us we don't we don't like losing we understand that mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of people that have um that are in like the the big the big honchos in the analyst world and like nfl network stuff like that the players in there are saying like yeah but you got to st- you got to stay in there and face the lights because we've been in there. We've been there. We've lost. Yeah, he definitely could have so. handled it a lot better. He, you know, live, you learn. 
hundred percent could have handled it a lot better. Do I understand what happened? I do. Yeah, you know, honestly, in the end of the day, he lost. He's still gonna go home, make that pay, get a paycheck. So, it's he, I doubt he's losing any sleep over his reaction on the media than the actual and, losing. And so. I could, I could definitely easily see Panthers coming back next season. Oh yeah, definitely. Not necessarily going fifteen and one again, but definitely winning that division hands down. Yeah, because um, the division is. I mean, besides that, besides, well, Tampa Bay is gonna be pretty good. Next James. Year. James said, James had a great. I love listening to James Winston talk. He's just a nice <laughs> Southern boy. He just oh. he, he had a very good freshman season. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta wasn't well. They started off good, but then they took a huge dump. Yeah. Um, I I just loved. I love when things fail for people, and <laughs> I hit a point with Atlanta after they just like you know what did they start like five and zero. Oh, I started think? six and zero, oh, and then they finished out like one and. I think they finished. I finished. I think the final ten games. I yeah. think they won maybe I hit, three. I hit a point where I was just laughing. No, no, not at, even know. three. I think they won like two. Yeah, I think I was, they finished eight and eight. I was just hit a point. I was like just kind of laughing and hoping they'd fall because it's like <laughs> just comedic value to me. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, right. So, but yeah, I watched for Carolina to come back again yeah. next year so we'll jump to the other uh the other quarterback that played so peyton manning um do you think he rides should he okay we'll do your opinion on whether he should or shouldn't and then your opinion on whether you think he will or won't okay. ride off into the sunset retire as an nfl champion two super bowl rings or is he going to come back he's not going to be playing in denver no He's not going to be playing down there. Brock Icewater. Brock Icewater. Brock Osweiler. Brock Icewater. Yeah. Brock Icewater is going to is definitely the future. They've already said, you know, that's they're, com- they're yeah. pretty committed. To yeah, him. they're committed to him and then they're just kind of waiting on to hear if Manning's to retire Bronco or whatever. But yeah, do you think uh he should retire or should not? You know, there's not very many people out there that are that are able to play a sport for a living. Mm-hmm. The the point one percent of the lucky people that are out there get a chance to play professional sports. You know, if I was in painting shoes and I felt like, yeah, I could still play. Mm-hmm. Why not keep playing? Why not continue this as long as you think possible? Because you only get one chance. Once once you retire, once you become the, an old man, you don't get to go back. Unless you're Brett Favre. Unless you're Brett Favre. <laughs> and you, I mean, unless you're Brett Favre and you wear those nice Wrangler jeans. And <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, he's going to Hall of Fame. He might come back still. Who knows, in, man? In, in my opinion, if Peyton thinks he can still play, I say keep playing. Now, do I think he's going to? Before the Super Bowl, I, was, I, I was said yes because I didn't think Denver was going to win. But now that Denver's won, I think he's done. I think he's going to end his career on a high note, getting a second Super Bowl that he's been wanting so badly. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times has he blown the big game? Gosh. You know? And I think he's going to use this Super Bowl as kind of like, all right, I ended on top. I'm done. Like he, Not only did he end with a Super Bowl, he ended it with winning that 200th win, getting the record for the most wins all time as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, what more could he ask for? He All I know is he better. Oh, my gosh. He better – Bleep and retire, man. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm a Peyton Manning fan, and my big thing with pro athletes is I get angry at them when they try to extend their career, and it's just not there But why anymore. wouldn't they? Why Why would you not try to extend the career? Uh, I know I get no, it. But, no, look, look, for real. You're you're 40 years old, and you're, you've are you seen better days in the, in the NHL. You've seen better uh-huh. days, you know? 
But would you rather play in the NHL at 75% of what you've been able to or go sell cars at your car dealership? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It all, it, there's a lot of different factors. And you're not Yarmir Yager either because he's a, he's a, he's a freak Okay, okay. Nature. See, that's all. That's different. That's different because <laughs> – because if I'm old and I've like, okay, there's the thing. Peyton Manning, he's he's not going to be anywhere near the glory days. Anywhere near. He can't feel his fingertips. Well, I'm, I'm not saying he's going to be. I'm not going to say he's going to be uh, 2001 and Peyton I Manning. I think my biggest thing for Peyton Manning is, is if he comes back, he is going to break. He's not going to finish another year. Like, well, I mean, he's, he's going to take a hit. And he's legitimately going to Mr. Potato Head fall apart into like his limbs are going to fall <laughs> off. Yard, of him. He's going to yard sale. Yes, yard sale, but all the equipment with limbs and body parts. <laughs> like I, <sighs> oh, all right. This, another comparison to what I'm going to like why I think Peyton should keep playing and why not if he still uh-huh. can is because Peyton is seventy five percent of what he used to be is still better than some of these quarterbacks see, 100%. See, but that's my thing, okay? I think what's left is the 70 or 80, 90% mental, and the physical is, like, down to, like, 40 and 30. See, I don't think it said. I'm not, I don't think it's the that The dude low. can't throw the ball, like, more than 20 yards. <laughs> he can't. Like, like it, he can't do it, man. He's going to... I'm, sports fans, I'm laughing right now because Eric's expression Dude. and his and him, him doing his impression of Peyton Manning it's throwing the ball. His shoulder's locked up, dude. He has no fault. It's all elbow and joints. I haven't seen Eric this passionate about something in all the episodes that Dude. we've done. Usually, oh I'm the one getting passionate, but gosh. Eric is getting passionate, and I love he it. He better retire. Like, I'm going to be so mad. And also, he better retire because the rumors there's rumors circulating he's the Rams. that he's coming to the Rams in Los Angeles, and I don't want that. Would you rather have Peyton or Nick Foles? Nick Foles got benched halfway through the season. I don't want Peyton Manning dying in what, the, what do you Los suggest? Angeles. What do you suggest? Peyton Manning retired. Well, for the Rams. Oh, I don't care, man. I just don't want Peyton Manning to die in a Rams jersey. <laughs> I don't want him. I don't want to see Peyton Manning lying on the fifty-yard line at the Coliseum. Speaking of the Rams, I'm so stoked that they're coming. Oh back. yeah, I'm so happy. Definitely. I, the day that they announced their comeback, I was like, I wrote on on my Facebook and my Twitter, I was like, I was like, I am the newest, or I'm the biggest LA Rams fan, or the, the newest LA Rams fan. Yeah, I have like a, I have an LA Rams uh, banner across my Twitter profile right now. Do you really? Yep. I gotta go out there and buy a like a Todd Gurley jersey. Yeah, the to- did, I, Todd Gurley color rush jerseys, the yellow ones that they oh, wore against. No, dude, those I are like ugly. Them. No, I like them. Oh, those are disgusting. I like them. I want like an old school like royal blue, like yellow, Todd like Gurley. the Dickerson ones. Yes, those are those are awesome. That'd be nice. The color, those, those, uh, I liked them. Oh. I like the I like the color scheme yellow oh. ones. I like the color scheme Bills ones. The red, the red ones? ones, those ones are pretty cool. Yeah. Remember, what about the color scheme? The the Seahawks with those highlighter green ones. Oh yeah, ones. that was that was dumb. <laughs> that was dumb. That's remember, so that's, there's, also, there's that's that, such that, a there's that controversy that colorblind people couldn't yeah. watch the game. <laughs> it was just gray on gray. <laughs> that's that would be so mad just watching, dude. Oh man. All right, so we've decided, Peyton. Eric thinks you should retire. I think if you still got it in you, keep playing, Peyton. Uh, and then, and then, um, he was on. Peyton was on. Was it Fallon? Uh, one of the late shows. It was either Fallon or um, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Which one's local? Jimmy Kimmel's local, right? Uh, In L.A. Burbank. Yes. So yes. Jimmy Kimmel was on there, and uh, Magic Johnson was in there. Mag- well, aren't they both L.A.? I think it- I think Fallon's in New York. Really? 
I think so. Oh, okay. Well, I know Kimmel's in LA. Yeah. I, I don't like Jimmy Fallon. So it probably wasn't Jimmy Fallon because I don't like watching Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Kimmel's – I love Jimmy Yeah, Kimmel's Jimmy show. Kimmel's hilarious. Him and um, – what's what's his friend's name? Oh, oh. the security guard, Guillermo. Guillermo. Guillermo's awesome. But yeah, no. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Guillermo, did you, did you see that episode where they made like the the six-story-long beer bong that's going down the oh, steps and, yeah. and he pours it and runs all the way <laughs> <Yeah>. down? <laughs> it's so great, dude. <laughs> But anyways, go well, yeah, on. Yeah, Magic Johnson was on with him and Peyton Manning. And then Magic Johnson's like, come to L.A., come to L.A. And I'm like, that's everybody's like, come to L.A. I'm like, no, <laughs> retire. Go live off your Papa John's money. By the way, did you see him first handshake he gave after he won the Super Bowl was to Papa John's? To Papa John. <laughs> to Papa John himself. Yeah. Give him a little kiss on the cheek. Like, talk about a bromance. That's a straight – that's the biggest endorsement they could have got right there. Oh, my God. That was – did did you see um when they scored when Peyton threw for the the two point conversion or I'm sorry when they when C J Anderson scored mm-hmm. and they zoom in on Eli Manning oh yeah just, he was like so pissed <laughs> off he's like damn I'm I'm the sucky one again <laughs> now Peyton's gonna Peyton's better Peyton's than me Peyton's got dude. more than me dude he's got just as much as me Eli now. Eli the mouth breather dude just always <laughs> <laughs> Just constant, just don't do it, Peyton. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't retire, Peyton. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, I mean, all in all, Super Bowl is always fun to watch. Um, I guess it's it was. Uh, I don't know. Good, good for Peyton. I guess he better not come back because, honestly, I just don't. Why wouldn't she retire now? <laughs> well, I mean, he's 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 at the top. He's yeah. at the top. He's at the top, and he's legitimately going to be like six feet under if he plays <laughs> next year. <laughs> next year, so okay, Joe. I know we wanted to uh, we wanted to do like future Super Bowl picks as far as um, next year's next goes. year's next year who's going to be in it and uh, who's going to be performing. But you know, I figured uh, this is this is good at times. Any we're talking about a one who should be retiring superstar. And we can jump right into a, a superstar who is retiring this year. He's currently on his farewell tour. He's um, going to what all-star game is this, number eight for him? The, for Kobe? It's like 18. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Kobe's on his farewell tour. Um, I you've already, you've already told me that we disagree on this. I feel that um, Kobe's farewell tour is a bunch of BS. And... I don't know what you feel about this. You just kind of like laughed and said, okay, let's argue. So um, I'll let you. Well, you, you tell me okay. why it's BS. Tell right. me why it's BS. Because this season, the entire Lakers season can be pretty much written off because Kobe is retiring. He's, well, I, I, I think it could have been written off whether he's retiring or not. I No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think so. Why do you? I think they're, they're going to be terrible no matter what. I don't think they would have been as terrible because because Kobe's getting minutes from he's still in minutes. He's stunting the growth from like young kids, uh, Clarkson, Russell, that they could be getting minutes. You know, um, learning to manage the, manage the, the the flow of the game, the clock, all this stuff, whatever. Um, Kobe's out there chucking thirty shots a game, making two. Um, and uh, I know well, I wouldn't say he's making two. I mean, a couple games ago yeah, against yeah. the Timberwolves, he had thirty-eight. No, I know, I know. Uh, the last game he had, I mean, this last game he only had eighteen. There, he has he has had a couple stretches where even he has said, "I don't know what's going on. I've dropped thirty. Yeah. Like what the heck?" Yeah. But there's there there more often than not, he's shooting horribly. Um, 
And but hey, it's okay. He's retiring. He everybody gets the farewell. They chant his name, Kobe, Kobe, as he walks off. He gets put back into games um, late in the fourth just so he get one more standing O. And I think it's just a load of crap. And it's like well, I don't understand why. I I mean I guess you understand why with Kobe, but it's just uh, I just don't like it. I don't agree with it. It's crap. The reason why I think. I'm okay with it is because Kobe, a player like Kobe comes around once every maybe generation, every other generation. Kobe is the Michael Jordan of our generation. Uh-huh. I mean, would you, would you disagree with me there? Um, he's, he's the Michael Jordan. I mean, we saw the tail end yeah, yeah, of I Michael guess. Jordan's career. Kobe is from us really watching sports, really paying attention to sports. Kobe has been the greatest player. Or is LeBron the greatest player? I'm just, I'm just told I don't want to get into let's that. I really don't let's care. Let's not go. There. I really do not care. But I saw also real quick. I saw a bunch of Facebook hate, Twitter hate, because LeBron was ranked in like the number three all time by ESPN today, uh-huh. and it's just oh, I was just neck deep in Twitter arguments and Facebook arguments. But okay, back to Kobe. But so, anyways, as far as the Lakers maybe being better, no, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm saying you're. I'm disagreeing with you there because if you put. If you take Kobe out and you're saying to develop these young kids, the Lakers don't have very many decent players. They're a bunch of scrubs. Besides besides D'Angelo Russell, who needs, who needs to develop, he's probably the one person on that team that needs the time to develop. Uh, and besides like Julius Randle and Jordan Clarkson, the, the Lakers are a bunch of scrubs. They're going to be bad no matter what. And the Laker fans, the last few seasons have been – we've never seen a Laker team like this that's been this crappy. And the Laker fans are ticked off that we suck, and maybe maybe it's okay. Maybe I'm more upset at the playing time he's getting. You know, maybe okay, put him in here and there, but like the starting time he's and then like I just I don't know. I it rubs who, me. Who the else you gonna put in? Who who who? You take Kobe out. Anybody? Of the game. You know, for real. You take Kobe out of the game. You plug in anyone else off that bench. Who's gonna Who's gonna help you win more than Kobe? You should not be sitting D'Angelo Russell. You, but is D'Angelo Russell? Byron Scott help? is uh, By- horribly Byron's, managing. No, Byron Scott has come out numerous times and said that D'Angelo Russell is not mature enough yet to even be playing in the NBA. He can't get mature when he's on the bench. How is he going to put him put him in the game when he makes mistake after mistake after mistake? When when any NBA player makes mistake after mistake after mistake, they get pulled. And do you think D'Angelo Russell? Has, so he gets pulled do you, do you, do you for think Russell gives father time Kobe Bryant. That's because Kobe Bryant gives the Lakers a better chance to win. Like what, marginally? It's still a better chance. And if you're going to lose anyways, why not give the fans what they want and see Kobe Bryant on the on the court? Ugh, no. It's, it's the Michael so, Jordan of our time. So give give the fans the, around the, the country fans one last are showing time us to see, see Kobe take 30 shots, make five. That's what he's done his whole career. Uh, no. he, he leads. He's in history. He has so the they're, most. They're showing up shots. for the act instead of the basketball game. Yes, because that's exactly what the Lakers that's are right now. Horrible. That's exactly and that's, what that's, the Lakers that's are. That's the point. It's just there's no there's no like athletic driven point to putting Kobe in. It's okay. Give him his last time around the league. Yeah. It's let him hug. Let him hug LeBron. The, let him the Lakers. Hug. They're gonna lose anyways. They're gonna lose most of their game anyways. It's I don't I don't I just don't agree with it. The I, fact I just don't agree with I don't so know. So what do you, what would you suggest? They try to win? 
Yes. That's what they're doing by putting Kobe because he gives no, them the best chance not. to win. No, he does not. Oh yes, my he God. does. The fact that Byron Scott, in a post-game interview, Byron Scott says, you know, you're going to live by Kobe shots. You're going to die by Kobe shots this season. You're dying more than you're, you're, you're winning. They're going to die by anyone's shots on the team because everyone on that team is terrible. That's a scrub team. That's a scrub and, team. And Kobe's a scrub right along with them. I, so. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not saying Kobe's the greatest so, player in the league right now, but he it was the greatest player of our generation, and he's going out. Give the fans one last chance to see him. What's wrong with so that? So throw him in. Let him come off the bench. What's what's the difference between coming off the bench or starting? He, that's what's a, the difference? He's because the, when they start the season, like oh, give him a minute limit, give him a minute limit, you know, whatever, and the minute limit's gone. Byron Scott, I'm pretty sure Byron Scott just kind of sits there and just like looks at Kobe, and then Kobe just gives him like the little eyebrow, like no. And <laughs> and Byron Scott, I don't pull, know. Pull up the Lakers record really quick. I think they are like 12 and no, however they many don't even games. have. I don't think they have 12 wins. I'm pretty sure they got at least 12 pull, or 11. Pull up the record real quick. Okay. They're 11 and 44. Okay, so point that I'm getting at right now is they're 11 and 44 right now. If Kobe's not playing in those 11 wins. They're like five and forty-nine. I'm pretty sure he was not playing for most of those wins. Is when he was injured. No. Ah. Uh, oh, I wish I had the rosters for these wins right oh, now. Pull them up. I mean, I, I'll just go back to. It's, I'll it's, just go oh, back to the last lot, two. To wins. go through and find the eleven wins for the Lakers would probably take longer than we got. <laughs> Scrolling through, like, okay, here's one win for this month. Am I gonna say he was in every game that they won? No, but. Majority of them, yes. I mean, you go back to their last win against the Timberwolves. The reason they won is because Kobe dropped thirty-eight points, which he said he doesn't know how he did, <laughs> but he did it. And he, if if he's not in that game, they lose. Uh, I just, I just don't agree with the fact that hey. Let's, so I'm, so I'm assuming that you hate that he's been in the starting line for the All Star game then. Oh yeah. No, see, I don't care. The All Star game is a joke. Oh yeah, I know it's that. a joke. So, and which makes him starting in regular games in the regular season a joke. But the Lakers are a joke, period. Exactly. The, I don't know. It's don't. a script. They gave up a quarter into the season because they want, we need the draft pick. Or do we not? Is Philadelphia not doing the exact same thing the Lakers are? No, the the Sixers just suck. Like, they just, so do they the just Lakers. can't win. So do the Lakers. And when, if the Lakers at least have this. We'll call him an act. They have this act in Kobe. Why not give the fans a little bit of excitement? A little bit of something to cheer for? <sighs> I just... Who's your favorite hockey player of all time? All time? I, yes. Oof, I don't know, man. Since since you've been since you've been watching hockey. Since I've been watching mo- hockey, my favorite hockey player would... I mean, I went through a Mike Richards stint. Okay. So Mike Richards... <laughs> Mike... Mike Richards? Yeah. Really? Jeez. All right. So Mike Richards is retiring. He's considered Mike Richards the best <laughs> the best player in the NHL, right? He's retiring. And he's on a team that he's on the he's on the uh he's on the Edmonton Oilers. Oy. Garbage. Right? Where did his career go? <laughs> right? So his last you know the Edmonton Oilers are gonna suck. You know they're gonna lose. Wouldn't you and you're an Edmonton Oilers fan, wouldn't you at least want to see Mike Richards out there at least a a few shifts? No. What do you mean? No. Go out, be respectable, and just, dude. I, this ties back exactly into why I don't want Peyton Manning playing. I don't want this like sympathy last season. Oh man, you know. Okay, whatever. You know, um, last time and where this. Oh, 
thanks for coming. Thanks for shooting 40 times and making a three here and there. No, like, get out. You're done. You're not as good as you once were. Sure, you'll drop 30 once in a while, but this whole, like, Let's not forget the first, let's not forget either though. Kobe didn't want this farewell tour. He didn't want it to be like this. At the beginning of the season, he said, "I do not want a farewell tour." Uh, what are you shaking your head but, for? But but oh, I don't want the farewell tour. But you know, he's the one. He's gonna. He sits there and hypes up the intros from Lower Marion, a six six guard. You, th- you think Kobe's over there telling the announcer to say it like that? I just, he's he's he has he's he's. <laughs> He's half chub for it, man. He's he's enjoying it. He's enjoying it, dude. He's like, uh, he's got, saying, got a little semi going. Yeah, he's saying, I don't want the, I don't want the tour. But if you do, if you do do something, you know, look up my stats, drop them real quick. All right, well, we're we're gonna agree to disagree on this because I think there's absolutely no. I will just be it. happy with it Especially when it's over. If if the Lakers were a playoff team, I'd be agree with you, no problem at all. But they're one of the worst teams in the league. No, and they're not. I'm, making, I'm not going to argue not, with them on that they're, one. No, they're not making playoffs. Oh yeah, they're no not going to even come anywhere close to playoffs. Oh, yeah, they're the, uh, they when they win they lose at this point. So exactly. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Ride them. Ride them all the way. Then <laughs> I guess I'm just going to be angry for the rest of the season. Throw Kobe in 40 minutes a night. Just let him sling half court shots all game. Who cares? Real circus act. Harlem Globetrotters. Send him to the Globetrotters, man. The Harlem Globetrotters probably win more games. Put him than the on the Washington Generals, then, actually, because he's probably not good enough to put on the Globetrotters anymore. Oh man, well, we were we were talking about the NHL a second ugh. ago. Let's jump into that. Enough of Kobe. Enough of us arguing. Let's jump into the NHL. I mean, what's your take on the NHL these days? I mean, Kings looking looking good. They're kind of. Kind of had a little rough patch. Kings right are now. looking good. They're in the middle. I guess not really in the middle. Tomorrow they'll be in the middle. Their Grammy trip. Um, yep. They have the Rangers get, tomorrow. They got blown. We got smoked tonight by the Islanders. Yeah, five too. It'll be interesting to see how the rest of this plays out with Quit getting hurt. You know, now you got Enroth and uh, what's a Budai. Yeah, Budai. 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 Yeah, d- Peter Budai. Yeah, Peter Budai. Who's yeah. He used to play for Colorado in yeah, Montreal. Like back in NHL. He, has, he actually has a, a winning record. No, oh, yeah, he's been NHL. tearing it up in uh he's he, been tearing he, up for Ontario. His whole NHL career he has a winning record. Yeah, he's just old. Yeah. He's old. Why not have some uh better we'll go back to this. Oh no. <laughs> Peter Budai's farewell tour is a bunch of crap, man. Retire, Peter Budai. You're not getting your farewell tour. Your send offs are crap. Jesus. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just yeah, but no, the Kings they're all right. They it's their middle of the year slump. You know they might drop out of first. They had a nice cushion, which is kind of slimming down because the Ducks have caught fire. They got a point tonight. Kings didn't, so they inched closer. The Sharks are currently tied with the Flames. Ducks Ducks got two points. Did they end up winning that game? Yeah, they did. Okay, yeah. Whoa, they went to OT. They went to OT. Yeah. Oh, last I saw, the Ducks were up. Like two zero or something. No, nah, they like went that. to OT tonight. Okay, so. so I don't know if they got two points then. Well, they got at least one. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Vinny LeCavalier trade looks great. Vinny, Vinny's been all Man, over the he's, lineup. He's had quite the. I think he has quite the spark plug. Yeah, he has like uh, eight points in thirteen yeah. games, or well now fourteen games. Did you see that? I mean, he's he looks like he's like twenty years old out there now. Dude, he's like I this, never realized how big he was. He's, he's a massive dude, and he's I mean, it's like he kind of. Re-energizes battery coming coming to a oh, playoff team. Yeah, you come um, to a playoff team where you're not uh like you're not relied to be the guy. You just kind of lay down bottom six minutes. I mean, he's not the young guy when he was back in Tampa, mm-hmm. 
So and but then he's he's in, but he still has the skill set. I mean, it's not obviously all all yeah. there. And he's uh, he's a good centerman. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's that's something the Kings had in the past two Cup runs that they you know they lost when they lost Jarrett Stoll. They lost when they lost Mike Richards. I mean, they didn't lose him, but when that whole Justin fell through. Williams. Yeah, so it's just yeah, and they lost you know they lost two rings in Stoll, two rings in um, Richards, and three rings in Justin Williams. So they got one Stanley Cup ring back and bringing LeCavalier. So right. somebody who's been there and knows what it takes to win. So He's a veteran. He, like you just said, he knows what it takes to win. And he, 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 like you said, he's a big body. And he's willing to stand there in front of the goalie, hammering those rebounds. And he's got a very good skill set, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you see him out there um, – with a little bit of dangles here and there. Yeah, and at this point of his career where he's, where he's older, the West Coast style kind of fits him. It's not as open. It's not fa- like fast-paced back and forth. It's really a possession time thing where she's a big body. He's older, so, you know, just time of possession where you're just kind of not flying up and down the ice right. is really going to benefit him in his older age. So. I agree. I mean, with his old age, I mean, you look at the West Coast style of hockey, it's more, I feel like it's more like roughneck. Oh, yeah. Than, than the East Coast. Yeah, get in there, grind in the corners. Exactly. And that's, like you just said, it's going to benefit Vinny LeCavalier, excuse me, a lot with his big body, standing in front of the net, hammering in the rebounds. Um, I look for him to do great for the Kings the, the to finish out his season. And um, and it's great. It's a great rental. You know, he has, a, I think, two years left on his contract, but he's open and said that, no, I'm retiring. Yeah. This is my last shot. And there's nothing better than – there's nothing better than a player who says, you know, I want to be on a team. I got some left in the tank. Um, let's go take a run at the cup. Yeah. What do you, what do you think of uh, Luke Shen? Um, we, we had his brother on our team before. Yeah, we Braden tra- Shen. Yeah, we traded him and Wayne Simmons away to get Jeff Carter. No, to get Mike Richards. Mike Richards. Mike Richards. Oh, and we then traded we got Jack Johnson. Jack to get Johnson. Jeff to get Jeff Carter. Yes, you're right. That was what. That was the year. Um, oh, I forget who the GM at the Flyers at the time. Holmgren like blew up the. Flyers and traded Carter and Mike Richards away in one yep. summer. <laughs> yeah. Talk about fans hating the Imploding GM. Imploding and yeah, but no, um Luke Shen's good. He's a stay-at-home defenseman. He'll fit in good on like the third pairing. He's right. all, he's been in he they got the, they got traded and they were in the lineup that night and Luke Shen was out there in the last 10 seconds of a one goal game. Right. So I mean it was that shows playing great too. He yeah. made, he made a really big stop his very first yeah, game. Yeah, goes to show that Daryl Sutter believes in him right away and Vinny Cavalier has played all, he's played on the second line center. He's been on PP, um mm-hmm. been on uh Luke Shen's been on the penalty kill. Luke Shen scored a power play goal the other night Yeah, when, his first uh, goal is the Kings. Yeah, when the Kings throttled the Bruins 9 to 2. So it's they they got here and um they're paying dividends quickly which goes to show that the whole Dean Lombardi style of getting trades in before the trade deadline so they pay dividends you know they they you get points in games before the trade deadline as opposed to what is like 20 or so games after the deadline right 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 that's how it worked well, out you, when you um, get more miles and not only that but you give them a, a little bit more time to mm-hmm. to blend in with the yeah team that's how it went when we uh we grabbed Gabrick a week or two before the trade exactly. deadline um we I think we grabbed Carter and Carter like, was it, uh, like two or three weeks before yeah, the deadline. Yeah, so it was just – it's working out. So Kings Hockey's good at the at the moment. We'll see how they trend. If they can get out of this the Grammy trip with, like, a winning record, um, it should be a pretty solid setup here for the, the home stretch. Yeah, we just need quick to come back. I mean, I've said it time in and time out. I mean, we have the star power. We have the scores, but – Without quick, we're nothing. Yeah, the fact we, without quick, we're nothing. The fact that um, the fact that quick stayed in the game when uh, uh after was it Connolly that slid into him. The fact that he said, I know it was only ten seconds. I mean, it kind of it kind of irritated me that he was in the game. Period. At that point, yeah. I mean, so, it was nine to two. 
I mean, there was like five minutes left in the game. Pull him out, put Enroth in. Yeah, Don't so, even risk yeah, uh, I mean, an injury. So, But he, he did stay in there, and then Quick is still on the road trip with them. So that's good if it was any real ligament like damage or yeah, real, he, anything he would, possibly he'd be back bad. In LA. Yeah, so he's probably just going to ride out the trip with them. They'll probably keep Budai and Enroth here for a game or two and see how Quick feels if get another game in him on the trip. So. Yeah, and apparently tomorrow night, Budai gets to, gets to start, too. Oh, oh, oh Budai farewell tour. I hope he gets a standing <laughs> ovation, man. I hope he gets a standing O at Madison Square Garden. Peace, Budai. I hope That's he gets it. a shutout. Dude, oh, my he's gosh. A, he's going to pitch a shutout. I hope, man. Yeah, I love it. It's going to happen. And then, really, you know, that'll be goaltending controversy in – LA boo die or quick who gets it. All right, Joe, we're going to, we're going to wrap up this episode, but before we do, um, you know, we teased earlier, we're going to, uh, we were going to give everybody our super bowl 51, our super bowl L one. How lame does that look? That's going to look so bad on t-shirts, <laughs> super bowl L one picks, you know, so way too early. No idea what's going on. Who our super bold. Yeah. Super, our super bold, bold predictions. If I had to go with the super bold prediction in super bowl 51, uh, it'd probably be if I base it off of how last season ended. I would go something like Seattle versus like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Hmm. Yeah. I I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you and go Seattle. I think they've. I mean, they're Seattle. I think Russell Wilson. The thing is with Russell Wilson. Well, I mean, Marshall Lynch didn't retire, but Rawls. Thomas had, Rawls, if they had, great. If, I think if they had Thomas Rawls in the playoffs, um, and for, hell, for even how long? How long was he missed? What like maybe last four or five weeks? Right. Um, they would have been a higher seed. They would have possibly beat the Panthers. But yeah, and Russell Wilson, everybody was like, "What is? What do we? What? What's going to happen if he has to throw the ball?" Well, he did just fine, and you know, he did. Um, Pete Carroll said that, and they had some guys step up, like Doug Baldwin started playing. Oh, Doug Baldwin! Amazing. Doug Baldwin and Russell Wilson was a fantasy just knockout punch for like the last couple. The, of weeks. the last like three or four yeah. weeks, I picked them on those both of them on. So a I draft think um, Pete Pete Carroll has been talking about uh, Russell Wilson really developing this summer, and he said he's going to teach him defense. So I think Russell Wilson is going to like. Really Even better, right? yeah. It's gonna. I think Russell Wilson's gonna have a huge year next year. So I'm going definitely going to Seattle, and I think, uh, I think the, the I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Really? Yeah, I think after how they ended. I mean, they didn't obviously had they had didn't have Andy Dalton. Yeah, I think I think like they that, I think uh, Andy Dalton staying healthy would have really changed how things played out. Yeah. So I mean, they they were a force to be reckoned with this year, and I think he I think he was on track to get over that postseason hump. And then, I mean, that the injury to his hand just kind of really derailed everything for him here at the end. Yeah, and the reason why I say Pittsburgh is because, I mean, you look at their offense. I mean, their defense is pretty solid. You look at their offense, and Big Ben's one of the best out there. He has a quite the quite the dynamic um, deep threat, Antonio Brown. Yeah. And not only that, but get Le'Veon Bell back. And then they have a dual running back team with i mean deandre williams played great at the end of the season mm-hmm. to fill in for Le'Veon bell i love watching his pink little dreadlocks run down the field dude they're so fun <laughs> <laughs> all right but now the important question the, the big this is what everybody wants to hear who's going to be the halftime show i i have a pretty i have a strong feeling i have a very strong this could this could be what it happens so guns and roses is coming back for coachella Guns N' Roses halftime show Super Bowl Fifty One. 
How how do you feel about that one? That'd be pretty awesome. That would be I think because they Coldplay not could not live up to the hype, so they brought in Bruno Mars and Beyonce, who feel like they've been in every single, every single Super halftime, Bowl halftime show for like show. last five years. Yeah, and Coldplay was totally gone. Mm-hmm. So they need somebody that's gonna have the hype and can perform and live up to it. I think they should go completely off the wall and go like Metallica. Metallica that I I heard they, I think they have done it before. I want to say they have I know Metallica performed in San Francisco this weekend as part of like all the stuff. Oh really? Yeah, they had like a bunch of performances up in San Francisco this week San Francisco this weekend, but Can they you imagine didn't. Metallica just rocking the stage for a halftime show. That, they That'd be de- great. I definitely think they need to go something like like legendary rock just really Or they or they're going to be lame and go like some super new school some like dumb some pop. House- House music oh, or gosh, something like that. I Some like DJ. I'm 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 into the I'm into the EDM scene, but I can't I can't see uh, that happening at a Super Bowl. I That's hope just, not. Like when like when DJs go on to like night uh, talk shows and perform, I'm like, how are you performing? Like you go to you're supposed to perform at like festivals and stuff. Your your entire thing is like upping a crowd and you're performing on a TV. It's really weird. <laughs> I don't get it. But yeah, so that either way, Metallica or Guns N' Roses, I would I, be I would fine not, with. I would not mind either one. And then, oh, how great would be Guns N' Roses on Super Bowl and then Axel and um, Slash just totally fall out again and just get in a fight. That would be great. <laughs> light, light each other's hair on fire. <laughs> Axel stomps out uh, Slash's hat. Just... That would be great. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to end this episode, sports fans. Again, thank you so much for all the support. Please continue to follow us on Facebook and and on Twitter. Uh, our Facebook page is Sinbin Sports Blog and Podcast. Our Twitter account is at SinbinSB. Follow myself on Twitter at the underscore Joe underscore Hill. And I'm at underscore Roberts11. Yes, we make you use the shift key a lot in this show. <laughs> <laughs> and again, sports fans, we will try to continue this on a regular basis. Again, thank you again for all your support. And with that, we're out. Peace out, guys. Bye, Kobe.